Uh, welcome to the Orange and Black and Beyond podcast. Today is Wednesday, 226, 2020. I'm Brian, class of 1996, with my partner Pete. Hello, I am Pete, OSU class of 93, degree in speech communication, making me virtually unemployable in any field, probably including podcasts. <laughs> so it's been two weeks since the last podcast. Yeah. Lots. Lots of stuff going on with Beaver Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's basketball had a tough two weeks on the road. Uh, men's basketball, gymnastics, wrestling wrapped up their season. Um, softball and baseball have been in action, and some golf uh, has been going on, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, the men's golf team uh, tied for 11th at the Prestige in La Quinta, California. That one ended up being won by the number 16 Texas Longhorns. They shot a 20 under as a team. Beavers were led by Spencer Tibbetts and Jackson Lack, uh, both tied for uh, 21st place in that one. Women's golf team was in San Luis Obispo, California. Uh, There's a 12-team invitational called the Bruin Wave, uh, where they shot five over on the final day. Ultimately, they ended up in fifth place out of 12 teams. They came from kind of far back and actually had a pretty good finish. No real shock. Number two nationally, USC won that event. Beavers did come out ahead of three other top 50 nationally ranked teams. Uh, they finished ahead of number 48 UW, number 44 San Diego State, and number 38 Pepperdine. Beavers currently ranked 35th in the country. So, nice. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, good stuff. Cool. Um, I was able to watch some gymnastics, so what have they, you want to summarize what they've been up to? Sure, yeah, and uh, they, they had, uh, they're in the teeth of the Pac-12 competition right now. Uh, they had some serious competition. A couple weeks ago, they went to Salt Lake City to take on the number three in the country, Utah Utes. Utah performed very much like the third team in the country. They came up big down the stretch. They won a, a, by just under uh, nine-tenths of a point. So yeah. uh, Beavers came out of the gate strong with season high scores in both the vault and the uneven bars. And then they had a couple of late falls, but they withstood those and headed into the floor exercise where Miss Isis Lowry won again. Uh, team score came up just a hair short. Last weekend, they also found themselves on the road in a Haas Pavilion in Berkeley, California to take on the Cal Bears. Again, just a few decimal points short. There's a razor-thin margin for error, and Cal won that particular meet. But Coach Michael Chaplin said this performance was their best road meet of the season, their most complete road meet of the season. So you like to see them uh, showing that constant improvement. And Matty Dagan tied for first on the vault, the beam, and the floor. But that wasn't quite enough to get the team over the top. She did tie her uh, career best, 9.9, in the floor exercise. So they're really coming on strong. Yeah, nice. The gymnastics team is fun to watch. Uh, definitely performing like a top 25 team. Yeah. Uh, they're sitting at 21 latest yeah. ranking. Um, I like it. I was I was watching some of the stuff, and I just enjoy how much they jump up and down for each other. Yeah, that's almost yeah, really that's strong. almost as fun as watching the gymnastics it itself. Really is. Yeah, so. they're good. Uh, now let's take a look at how the track and field t- team did. Uh, they were back up in Seattle for the Husky Classic, yep. and Wingleth got her second event win of the season, taking the long jump at five point eight eight meters or. 19 feet and three and a half inches. That's a long way to jump. Yeah. <laughs> also, Lauren Miller took took second in the 200-meter dash with a time of 25.25 seconds. Uh, four shot put throwers finished in the top 15 with Sydney Guthrie-Baker having thrown a 13.78 meters. Uh, good showing as the indoor season starts to heat up in earnest. And they'll get up to do uh, some events outside of Seattle as well as the as well before the outdoor season gets rolling in the spring. Um, 
again, look forward to seeing what all that stuff they oh, can no throw. So, and, and Guthrie cool. Baker uh, finished 12th with that, that shot put throw. She's, uh, she's yeah. really been impressive. So. Yeah. So, uh, how's been wrestling? I, I caught a couple matches. But yeah, you were telling me you were actually uh, able to see uh, a really good uh, match for Jamarcus Grant, the heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks back, yeah. the Beavers did get one uh, small respite from the Pac-12 season when they took on Cal Baptist uh, before they took on Little Rock. The both resulted in lopsided victories for OSU. On Valentine's Day, Brandon Kaler earned a 14-3 major decision at 125. He's been on fire lately. Uh, Devin Turner continued rolling at 133. Grant Willits won again at 141. Colt Doyle won at 184. J.J. Dixon won a 2 nothing scrap, just mm-hmm. an absolute battle at 197. And then Grant, uh, the heavyweight, got that 3-2 overtime win. And you yeah. saw that. Uh, yeah, that was that. just an absolute awesome step behind takedown to win that. That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep. And then on the 15th, everybody won. <laughs> yeah. Beavers shut out Little Rock 42 nothing. In front of almost 1,200 people, uh, Beavers picked up their first conference win. Uh, teams in the Pac-12, there's uh, not all of the teams that are in the Pac-12 have a wrestling program, you know, that are in the other sports. Uh, so it's a little bit wonky, but uh, after some tough losses to ASU and Stanford, Beavers moved to 1-2 and two by beating Little Rock. And then on the 22nd, they closed out the regular season at home against Cal Poly. And Brandon Kayla kept it up, eighth in a row for him at uh, 125. Devin Ten- Turner locked up Cole Reyes for a big 10-4 win mm-hmm. at 133. Grant Willits won again at 141. I think he was Pac-12 Wrestler of the Week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Lane Steele won at 149. Yeah, Cal Poly did take the next two at uh, 165 and uh, 157. And then Jackson McKinney won at 174. Cole Doyle at 184. J.J. Dixon won at 90, 197. And Jamarcus Grant uh, at heavyweight all took home wins to wrap up that particular meet. So the regular season's over for Beavers. Now they get a little bit of a break before the Pac-12 championships coming up. So Yeah, it sounds like they're right on track to compete for that conference title again. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. Um, so soccer, soccer isn't quite underway, um, but unfortunately some sad news for the men's soccer program, mm-hmm. uh, former head coach from, uh, 1988 to 98, Jimmy Conway passed away last week. Yep. He is the winningest, winningest coach in program history and had a conference championship in 1990. He had six, 10 win seasons in his time at OSU and was the coach of the Portland Timbers in the Northwest soccer league from 2000 to 2009 so our thoughts and uh, the thoughts of beaver nation go out to him and his, go out to his family and friends former yeah, players question. so yep. uh, moving on to something a little bit happier moving yes. on to softball yeah the softball team is getting it going they uh, really are mariah made on uh, through another no hitter decided one wasn't enough so this time against the University of Houston at the Cougar Classic, Beavers hammered the Cougars to uh, run rule them 8-0 to in five innings. Then at the Mary Nutter Classic down in Cathedral City, California, OSU split a pair of games against Mississippi State and Idaho State, losing to the Bulldogs 1-0, and then taking the game against the Bengals 8-3. to They had to come back from down 3-0 in that one. Uh, as they gave Laura Berg her 200th career win. Next up, OSU lost a nail-biter at Missouri, uh, 5-4. And then on the last day of the Classic, the Beavers picked up the win against Cal State Fullerton, uh, which, coincidentally, for apropos of nothing, is the alma mater of Kevin Costner. Uh, 2 nothing pushed their record to 10-5 and on the season so far. So that's looking good. 
Nice. That's that's a great start. Um, so let's move on to baseball. Yes, sir. It is that time. Mitch Canamara has begun at Oregon State University. The Beavers opened up with a win against the University of New Mexico Lobos, their 11th consecutive season opening win. Uh, Troy Clonch and Alex Mer- McGarry both launched home runs in that one. It was 11-4. Christian Chamberlain, who'd been working from the bullpen most of his career, has been moved to the rotation. He had his longest career outing, six innings. Gave up only one hit. Uh, then OSU split a pair of games with Gonzaga on the 15th and 16th. They dropped a 4-3 nail-biter against BYU on Monday the 17th. And last weekend, they went to Starkville, Mississippi to take on the always, always powerful Mississippi State Bulldogs. MSU lived up to their reputation. They took the first two games rather handily. Mm. But then the Beavers uh, took the third game of the series. Andy Armstrong had four hits in the finale. The Beavers cruised to a 7-2 to win over the previously undefeated Bulldogs. So it was nice to hand Mississippi mm. State their first loss of the year. Nice. After seven games right now, the Beavers are 3-4, and four, still kind of finding their way. Uh, you know, before we dig into basketball, uh, mixed bags of results the men and women teams have had of late uh, Let's talk about the Hall of Fame. Uh, the yeah. Monday, Scott Barnes, the athletic director, unveiled the 2020 Oregon State University Athletics Hall of Fame class. So we can go over that quickly. Uh, yeah, let's get that. into a little bit more detail as we get closer to the induction in the fall. But let's just kind of look at the class. Yeah, let's take a look at the class. So uh, six individual players and coaches, as well as two teams, will be inducted in the Athletics Hall of Fame. Uh, that's coming up here in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprises on the coaches going in. Dennis Erickson, the yeah. uh, football coach from 1999 to 2002, who broke the 28 years of losing seasons. Yeah, that was a, that was um, a great time. Yeah, that was a great time. Um, also took the Beavers to the first 10-win season um, by either football program in the Civil War Series. So yep. that's great. Um, 2000. 2000 the 2001 team will also be inducted to the hall as well. Uh, near and dear to my heart, women's basketball coach Aki Hill, mm-hmm. who coached 17 years and got the Beavers to eight postseason tournaments between NCAA and WNIT, will be inducted. Yeah. Uh, softball great uh, Tara Beister. 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 She's a pitcher and uh, also a 382 hitter for her career. Which wow. Is pretty awesome. Uh, and Portland native Mark Radford for the men's uh, basketball team. All. All-American soccer player, Danny Wonga, women, yep, go ahead. Oh, and also a women's soccer player, All-America player named Jody Taylor, uh, who was OSU's all-time goal-scoring leader, 47 goals on the career. Uh, Also, this is important, Mm -hmm. the aforementioned 2000 football team, which did win the Fiesta Bowl 41-9 over Notre Dame, even though Chad Johnson dropped a a touchdown pass (laughs) like two yards outside of the end zone as he was running in. But uh, 1980 women's rowing team also. Oh, nice. They took the national runner-up spot at the National Women's Rowing Association Championships. Now, let's go on to the hardwood. Let's talk about that basketball. Uh, Men's team is struggling. Um, They probably got knocked off the bubble of possible postseason plays with a pair of losses in the desert. Uh, First on Lou Dolson Court at the McHale Center in the old Pueblo of Tucson, the Beavers were thoroughly dominated by mm-hmm. number 24 Arizona. That was a little bit of revenge for uh, Arizona because yep. uh, the Beavers beat them pretty bad up at Gill. Uh, final score was 89-63. wasn't really that close. Uh, Kyler Kelly continued to be a human racer, though. He got five more block shots to go with his 14 points and eight rebounds. 
then it was up by 10 to Tempe to take mm -hmm. on the Sun Devils on Saturday night. Now, this one was significantly closer. Beavers were down six with just over a minute to go, but they closed it to one. Unfortunately, that was the final margin, 74-73. Uh, Beavers tasted defeat in the desert for the second game in a row. 15-12 and 12 overall, 5-10 and 10 in the conference. Uh, now let's talk yeah, about the... Tough. Bumpy ride the women's basketball team yeah. has been on currently. Yeah, really tough ride uh, from for the women. Um, last podcast we had, they just wrapped that homestand against the Arizona team. Yeah. Uh, lost the game to Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, so they go down on the road to USC, a team that uh, arguably they should be beating. Yes. Um, but they just didn't seem, you know, I watched the game on TV. They just couldn't seem to get going, break out of that travel funk. Um, you know, they, it's not that they played horribly well, horribly bad or well. It's just they just couldn't get up going and really dominate the team. Turn the ball over a lot. Yeah, too. they did have a lot of turnovers, total of 20, which is, you know, dangerous, <laughs> dangerous to do against any Pac-12 team. Yep. Um, they just won't let you get away with that. So they took a tough loss at USC, 66-72. Yeah. Um, then the next game was Monday night, a nationally televised game on ESPN against U UCLA. Yeah. Um, again, they they had 24 turnovers, mm -hmm. which really hurt again, um, especially against a team like USC, UCLA. I'm sorry. Uh, now, with that said, we were right there at the at game time, going to at the game end, going to overtime. But uh, Oregon State could only manage seven points in the OT, and so again, another loss. Uh, down in uh, Southern California, so um, they have not had much fun in overtime. No, this season. not a lot of fun. We're not ending up on the right side of overtimes this season. Nice. So it's well, a their bit offense kind of seems to go away at the end of overtime. Yeah, end it's overtime. A, it seems like the offense in the third quarter and in overtime seems to stagnate. So it, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, it's typical like what the game, the next game coming up into uh, Stanford and Cal were really different. So. Oh, yeah. Um, so no nights off. The next no. game up was Stanford. Oof, yeah. It was a great game. Uh, OSU was, you know, coming back. From, they were 14 down in the fourth quarter. Um, they were coming back, and they just ultimately fell short 63-60. Um, we had a chance at the end for some for some last-second heroics, um, but just couldn't sink that last back at basket. So uh, Cat Tudor put one in to bring us between, bring us up from 57 to 60. And then mm -hmm. that last uh, three point shot, even though we got the turnover, uh, just couldn't get it to go. So um, some great output from Destiny Slocum. She went from for 11 for 22 for 26 points. Mm. Taylor Jones put in 14 points, 12 rebounds and five big block shots. Um, I think she's still leading the blocks for the Pac-12. Okay. Um, Michaela finished. Mm -hmm. Michaela Pivik finished with 13 points and 10 rebounds, and she's not sure. But after the Cal game, she's about 27 rebounds short of uh, getting to the all-time rebounds list. Wow! So, yeah, and she so. uh, uh, had uh, enough to get to the milestone for the career of a thousand right. um, against Cal. Uh, they. Won that one fairly comfortably, 76-63. That was the 20th win of the season. Uh, she also did lead the Beavers at 24 points. Destiny Slocum chipped in 17. And then Taylor Jones put up 10, but only five rebounds. No double-double this time. What yeah, the heck? I know. <laughs> and uh, two blocks. Uh, we'll circle back to women's basketball. I, I do um, – yeah, well, there's there's a sexualist thing that I want to 
How much do they miss Kennedy Brown, do you think? I mean, just seemed like she grabbed a lot of rebounds. Yeah, I think... Strong presence inside. Yeah, the defensive presence and the rebounding, I think, hurts, right? Because that's she's pretty much double-digit rebounds every game. Right? Yeah. That's a lot of rebounds to it, give up. It is. And, that's and, a lot of uh, 50-50 balls. Yeah, and, exactly. And, like, Maddie Washington stepped has stepped in admirably. She yeah. had a really great game down in Cal. Um, you know, that is a change that uh, Coach Ruick came out with, I think. I think at half, he started a different five to kind of get everybody, get more flow. And mm-hmm. Maddie Washington stepped up with, uh, I think it was eight third quarter points to kind of get the team scoring. So, you know, she's stepping up admirably. But I do think, you know, just having that extra big body in there. Yeah. Block shots and get rebounds is tough to lose. So, yep. Um, well, there's a lot still coming up, so let's take yep. a peek at that. Yeah. So, like, what's coming here? So, men's golf hosts the Bandon Dudes Collegiate beginning March 8th. The woman will be at the Metal Club Invitational in Fairfax, California. Again, they always get to travel to warm places. Yep. Uh, wrestling has the Pac-12 Championships coming up on March 7th. Uh, gymnastics has a big opportunity as the number three ranked UCLA Bruins pay a visit to Gill Coliseum Saturday night. Um, track and field team pays one more visit to Seattle for the MPSF Championships this weekend. And uh, what's going on on the Diamonds? Softball team gets to go to Hawaii, which is also not a bad gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have six games coming up in Hawaii, the 27th through the 29th. They take on the University of Seattle Redhawks, University of Nevada Wolfpack, and the host team, Hawaii Warriors. Baseball looks to get their uh, game kind of kicked out of the charts. They have a little bit of inconsistency, and uh, pitching is not awesome yet, mm-hmm. but it's early in the season. That's what you kind of work out the bugs. And uh, no easy task. They're going down to San Diego State to Tony Gwynn Stadium to take on the Aztecs in a three-game set this weekend. Uh, Switching fields, quick football note. Um, spring practice does officially mm-hmm. open on March 3rd. Been watching the workouts. Now mm-hmm. I realize that, you know, they, they cull out the best highlights right, for, right, for right. IG, but I've been watching the three-cone drills and the front squats, and these guys look I, like I, beasts. I I'm see a lot of weights being moved yes. on that Instagram. <laughs> yep. Um, on Hardwood, men take on the Oregon Ducks to, uh, in uh, Civil War matchup number 354. Beavers lead that series 190 to 164 all-time. Trace Tinkle needs 20 more points to pass Hall of Famer GP, the glove. Gary Payton as all-time uh, leading scorer in OSU history. I'm sure he'd be okay with only scoring 18 or 19 if the Beavers could just win that basketball game. Mm-hmm. They have they have been uh, pretty hard on the Ducks, though, they, yep. that they've uh, yep. won three out of the last four, I think. How about yep. the women's team? What's coming up? Uh, so so they, they the women's team have two more games at home, um, yeah. Washington this Friday, mm-hmm. and Washington State on State Cougars on Sunday. That is uh, senior day, so everybody should hopefully show up. Oh, definitely. You know, I think they need to win these games, roll into the Pac-12 tournament with some momentum. Yeah. Um, I still... Still, I have to go look at the standing to see if they're still in the running for that fourth place seed, or that's pretty set at the fifth place seed for the for the Pac-12 tournament or not. Um, and so then, yeah, the, you know, picking up these two games are uh, really important. It's definitely not a gimme. Those two teams, you know, there's a lot of upsets going around this year. So yeah, and those, so. that tournament's going to be something. 
Yeah, I that Pac-12 tournament can be anybody's game any night, it sure seems, and um, we'll see what happens. Maybe if they give Sabrina Ionescu directions to the wrong building. That, it <laughs> that might be one strategy. Yeah, right? that's a good idea. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. walk into this closet and we'll lock the door mm-hmm. behind you. Yeah, it's, it's right, right, through the, right through this doorway right here. Yeah. Right? We'll see what happens. Oh, well, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what's going that's on That's going right on with... Uh, Oregon State Sports. This is uh, Pete and Brian signing off for now. We'll be back on a couple weeks. All right. Go Beavs. Go Beavs. Beavs.